Hey there, friends. My name is Alyssa Crane. I'm a certified HR leader, author, and chief talent strategist at Powerhouse Talent. But even more importantly, I'm on a mission to spread peace, love, and meaningful careers. That's right. In this podcast, we're going to dig in to how to escape those legacy behaviors, spark a cultural metamorphosis, and change the energy of our organizations. So if you're allergic to that stuffy, robotic employee experience that has plagued organizations for far too long, and if you have an obsession with heart-centered employer branding, then we're going to be fast friends. So let's do this, people. It's time to spread peace, love, and meaningful careers. This episode is brought to you by Land Your Brand. Land Your Brand is our employer branding, training, and blueprint. So much more than a training course. Students go through the journey that we take our full service clients through. Just we've simplified it with tools and templates that make it easy for you to do this yourself. So if you are a do-it-yourselfer, eager to learn more about employer branding and take your organization through the journey of having no employer brand strategy all the way to rocking it and activating and having a strategy and a skill set that is beefed up because we've grown capability as we've embarked on this expedition together, then check out Land Your Brand. You can head over to powerhousetalent.ca to learn more about Land Your Brand. And we are likely running a Land Your Brand live soon where we will actually personally facilitate the course curriculum, have Q&A sessions, and go through this together as a team, as a network, meet other people from all over the world. So if you are interested in that, just shoot us an email over at info at powerhousetalent.ca. Let us know. And if we have enough people on that wait list, we will launch Land Your Brand Live. All right. So enough about that. Let's get this party started. Today, we are talking about flexibility and remote work. So we're seeing so many organizations here in Canada uh, with return to work plans. So everyone's returning, I should say return to the office, because we all know we have been working like bananas throughout this pandemic. Uh, But so many organizations are making plans to actually return to the office, whether that's full time, whether that's in a hybrid uh, model, or some organizations have actually, you know, really reflected upon all that's been achieved through the last two years and made the decision to be a remote first organization or an exclusively remote organization. So my personal philosophy is that one ought to infuse the employment relationship with the highest degree of flexibility possible. Some professions it's easier than others. If you're a knowledge worker working off a laptop, it's obviously much, much easier to have a highly flexible role versus somebody who works in manufacturing, who works on shifts, who works in distribution. So there isn't always the opportunity for tons of flexibility. But where there is, there are so many benefits to it. And I think that when we default 
to an infrastructure that we were accustomed to pre-pandemic, we're actually going backwards. And so I encourage all HR practitioners and all business leaders that I cross paths with to, you know, really infuse the employment relationship with the highest degree of flexibility if they truly are looking to win over the hearts and minds of talent. If you do have a hybrid workplace and you and you're not prescriptive around how often somebody needs to venture into the office, then you have the best of both worlds and employees who thrive in more of a uh, a structured environment like a, a like an office will go into the office and those who prefer uh, the quiet and the concentration that perhaps their home can afford them will work from home. When you give people choice, you maximize contribution, you get their best, most meaningful contribution. So it's not just solely output, it's the quality of the ideas, it's the quality of the experience for your actual team. And as I think about what flexibility can bring, and I spoke about this recently at a speaking engagement, flexibility is more than just a way to win over talent. Flexibility promotes well-being. And so when you shave in Toronto, at least, three hours off of somebody's day commuting, because easy, a commute into the office is at least an hour to an hour and a half each way then you've given somebody three hours back. The other thing that flexibility does is it puts control in the hands of your employees. And I think some of the concern is putting control in the hands of your employees. But that's old school thinking. If we really want the, you know, the best team and and to give them the best employee experience, we need to hand over as much autonomy, flexibility, and control as possible. Because when we feel in control of our lives, we do have a greater sense of well-being. We know that we can balance our responsibilities on the home front with our responsibilities on the work front, but we just need to be at the helm in order to do that. So flexibility promotes well-being. So point number one, Point number two around why I'm a huge proponent for a more flexible workplace is that it removes barriers. If you're looking to tap into new talent populations, well, there have been so many talent populations that have been excluded from the workplace because we've had a highly structured and rigid view of how work might need to be conducted. And when we infuse the experience with a greater degree of flexibility, we offer more opportunity for inclusivity. And so whether that is an individual who has a disability, whether that's visible or invisible, a more flexible workplace gives greater opportunity to a greater number of individuals. And we've also seen, so the third point is when we have control over our schedules, when we feel a greater sense of well-being, when we've removed those barriers, we're also more productive. So yes, it has to do with shaving some of that time off, but that doesn't mean that you direct those three hours back to work. It just means that when we don't have to stress about sitting in traffic for three hours, when we don't have to stress about catching that train at a very specific time, we can allow, uh, you know, a greater um, 
degree of productivity to emerge. We can get into the zone. We can experience that that feeling of effortlessness, that deep concentration, that high productivity that we all seek to achieve. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the environmental impacts as well. When you take people off the road five days a week and, and eliminate some of that congestion, the world benefits. And we definitely saw evidence of that early in the pandemic when, you know, people, when especially like areas of the world where there's a large amount of manufacturing occurring, the environmental impacts, the, you know, the positive changes to the environment were evident. So if we can sustain this over the long term, you know, the world and and the earth (laughs) uh, will thank us for it. So there are certainly some environmental impacts that we ought to consider. The other thing that really relates to being in control, that relates to a greater degree of well-being, that hopefully will eliminate some burnout, is flexibility supports not just the employee, but it supports their entire um, ecosystem. And I'm not talking necessarily about the environment, but I'm talking about one's kids, one's parents, uh, you know, one's pets, all of the things in an individual's life that matter to them. And so not only are we giving that greater sense of well-being to the individual, to our employee, but we're actually giving a gift to their broader family. Um, so again, whether that's childcare or elder care or pet care, all of the things that matter to our team, when, when we offer uh, a, an employment relationship w- with a high degree of trust and, um, you know, and control and, and flexibility handed back over to the employee, we're we're saying so much about how we view them as part of our team, the the importance of the role they play, and that we want the employee experience to enrich not just their career, not just their resume, but enrich their life. And that means having additional time for childcare, for elder care, for caring about the things in our life that matter the most to us. And so just to sum it up, I am a cheerleader for flexibility for all of these reasons and many more that I haven't even mentioned. So again, well-being number one, removal of barriers and increasing uh, the inclusiveness of our workforce, getting more out of the day from a performance and productivity perspective, the positive impact it has on our environment and the support it provides to the people we love who are around us, whether that's childcare, elder care, uh, our, you know, our pets, our our furry family members. Everyone wins when we can look at work with fresh eyes and reimagine what's possible and not just default back. So I hope I've inspired you to, again, win over the hearts and minds of prospective talent. If you are finding this, um, you know, this uh, talent marketplace especially difficult, uh, then maybe it's time not to default 
to how it once was, uh, you know, two plus years ago when, you know, the world is starting to go back to, you know, opening up fully, especially in Canada, removing masks, all of those, you know, those controls that were in place over the last two years to protect us when some of those are now being lifted. It doesn't mean that we have to regress and the more progressive ways of working need to go away. I think it's a great time to ask our teams, how do they envision the, you know, the, the highest quality of work life into the future. And again, I believe so strongly in a co-created employee experience. When we work with our teams to imagine and reimagine all that's possible within the workplace and do so together, we hit the mark. We have the highest degree of employee satisfaction, because it's not something we're guessing at. It's something we're building together. So I hope I've inspired you to take action. I hope I've inspired you to have these meaningful conversations with your leaders. If they're sort of gravitating back to how things once were, ask them to consider looking at the world through fresh eyes, engaging the team to see how they wish to work and infusing the workplace with the highest degree of flexibility possible for, you know, the jobs where it is an op- where there is opportunity. So, as always, I am wishing you peace, love, and meaningful careers. Have a good one. Well, there you have it, friends, and there's more where that came from. So I want you to hop on over to powerhousetalent.ca to learn more about how we can work together and grab some of our awesome freebies from our fun and engaging online programs to our full service employer branding and employee experience strategy practice. Powerhouse Talent is the place to be if you are looking to power up. So until next time, wishing you peace, love and meaningful careers.